Lita Johnson. Your man is here. Follow the podcast, and we are here to talk about high school basketball talk. A lot of uh, podcasts I'm doing today. Um, so much news I got to put out. So many things I have to get out there. And one thing is for sure, two things for certain, R.J. Hampton is changing the game, not Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is just a next-level athlete and star, no doubt. I mean, you have to give him that. The man's good. I like to see him play, uh, exciting play. I'm going to be watching the Orleans Pelicans this year, especially with Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. This is crazy. And they still got Jackson Hayes. This is ridiculous. This is a young team that's really going to get good. It's no question. They're going to be in the playoffs soon. They're going to get good. New Orleans are going to be happy. That's just too much of a crop of talent. You got Jeru Holiday. Keep him there. He's a bad boy. He's an all-star. He's a vet. He's going to get all them boys popping. It's Drew's team. No question. Around a bunch of young studs. It's real good. Now, RJ Hampton. Changing the game. He's, he's Zion Williamson not on his planet. Athletically, oh, we all know that RJ Hampton is not on that, that level. He's not. But presence-wise, impact-wise, Zion Williamson's like King Caputo. Listen, R.J. Hampton, man. I got the. I, I listen. I got the uh, story coming out soon. Soon I'll be talking to R.J. I just. I just want. I, I mean, I don't listen. I'm loving the fact that they succeeded like that because I. I was. I've been talking with this. This crew. His family for a long time, just to uh, you know, ride good people. That's my guy. It's a brother of mine. Man, he's a good dude. He's a, he's a fun dude to talk to, and then he knows about basketball. So it's even more you know enticing just to a smart man talk. Period about life and basketball. This this is good. This is real good. Never intended for that to get like that, but he's a good guy. Um, so that 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 sucker man, he fooled me too. I'm telling you, listen. He fooled me too. I'm telling y'all now. I talked to Ride. <laughs> I talked to Ride all during this process with RJ Hampton, man. Like I did. And the crazy part, he's so good at it. He's so good at it that we talked on it. And then he was like, man, I think you're right about Kansas. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you know and the crazy part is if you look at it, there was, if he stayed in college, it would have been Kansas. Hey, I'm just saying, man, it's been Kansas. At one time it was Memphis, and then I thought, you know, it was just too much. And then I, I heard after the Kansas trip, I heard Ryan talk about, he talked about, um, you know, what he liked about self over everybody. I mean, at one time he talked about Memphis, but he was only talking that about, he was like, Jalen Green could, you know, reclassify. I'm like, huh? So, <laughs> Jalen Green and RJ on the same backcourt. Then, you know, I talked I talk to Marcus. And so Marcus, like, Marcus Green is a jealous stepdad. Marcus, like, no, it's not going. You know what I mean? We can't do it. We ain't got the, uh, his age, you know. So I'm like, yo, this is crazy. It was, it was a real exciting time. I think it was real exciting for Memphis recruiting, period, Kansas recruiting. And, you know, um, look at Duke, Kentucky trying to get involved. Like, Kentucky trying to get involved with Jalen, you know. Duke and, you know, Kentucky, they, they, of course, they wanted RJ. RJ, if you looked at his recruiting, um, how high, how high of a factor it was, like how, how much hype built up to it each week, it really took bar none any recruit in the nation. Because everybody was talking about Cole, no, not like that, Wiseman, no, not like that. 
you know, uh, but RJ was making so many moves. Uh, the reclassifications would turn it up because in 2020, it was just like, okay, they were looking at it. But as he went to reclassification, everything turned real cr- Like he was the number one guy being looked at, period. He was showing out in each game he was playing. He was dominating each game he was playing. If anybody want to watch a recruit, listen, man, don't get me started. Don't get me started, man, because I, I really – I want to talk about Jalen, the disrespected Jalen, too later on, but I, I, I'm totally, listen, this is just my, I'm not disrespecting no opinions, but y'all must be crazy. James Wiseman is a freak of nature, okay? Cole Anthony is a beast, but when you look at a guy that's 6'5", all right, with his wingspan, the play defense on one side, his playmaking ability as a passer, but his... His his killer instinct and, and dominant scoring mentality on the floor cannot be matched. I'm just giving you a little bit of your defense passing. But his... The way... You can't stop RJ. And then he's going to get everybody else involved. That's what makes him a little bit tiresome because you, you're not going to be able to stop... He's going to be able to pass to people and get them open because you're going to try to get to him. So you, you're going to be irritated. Like, no other guy in 2019 does what R.J. does on the floor, on both ends of the floor. We talk about three levels. Three levels. I'm talking about offense, defense, and mentality-wise. He gets in your mind. There's no body that was more ready to go to the pro level right now than R.J. Hampton. And I said that in one of my tweets. I said, R.J.'s ready for the pros now. Not knowing in my mind. I, I, I had a tweet up. And it was retweeted. You know what I mean? It was retweeted by RJ's camp. And I'm like, you know, I'm not thinking nothing too. I'm just like, yo, RJ ready right now. RJ was scoring 50 points for his high school because this ain't his first ride. I'm, you know, showing out in front of LeBron. I mean, he did everything right. Everything right. Now, you take, you don't only take a move. This is not just a move he's taking right here. It's not just a move. All right. This is a bold move. Let's just be real. I'm going to take this. Let's take the tone this down a notch. Because although we excited about RJ and all that, but before RJ make a move, let's just take him out the factor. Let's just say a prospect, period. If a prospect is going to make a move, he's going to go to the NBA. Right? The only way he's going to make a move to Australia, listen to me, for everybody, oh, RJ got a fan base. They probably lifting up chairs right now. Hold up, what are you? <laughs> Let me go to that point. But I'm going to keep it real, though. I'm going to keep it real. I, I got to keep it real. It's, it's a hard move to go to another country and make something happen. Overseas is not an easy job. Moutier did it. Uh, Terrence Ferguson did it. None of them, none of them, let me tell you something. None of them had this type of expertise and smart chess playing to build their brand the way RJ's camp did. It's a chess game, and you got to play it, make all the moves right. And he built it up from, from high school. He was just doing what he was doing. He was scoring. He was scoring. He was. Nobody could stop him. Each time you would see him show it, show it. They're going to talk RJ. RJ sucks. Or what is it? Overrated. Yeah, they, they pay for that. They pay. They pay. Oh, ooh, they pay. Oh, they pay for it. Oh, they pay for it. Oh. 
RJ started clapping his hands. <laughs> that was crazy. But no, um, well, he kept on doing what he had to do because his his pops was on it, training him, always there for RJ. He, he's making the right decisions. His camp, you know, he um he has a queen on his side. His mom always is supporting, and this is all great, right? But the moves that have to be made, the moves that have to be made, were made great. So. Reclassification was just evident. It had to happen. And then you dance with the best. Duke, Kentucky, Memphis, Kansas. You dance with the best. And then they keep a hometown product involved. Um, went from tech, uh, what is it, TCU to Texas Tech. You know, Jami is, uh, uh, Ramsey is a guy trying to compare, trying to prepare RJ with, uh, you know, um, Memphis is building this super powerhouse waiting for him to call. But guess what was on the table the whole time? When I talked to Ride <laughs> months ago, and this was just talk, just about options. He was like, yeah, man. Um, he was like, they offering RJ the meal ticket overseas. And I'm like, huh? Oh, man, it's over with. And I'm thinking it's going to happen regardless, right? That's what I'm thinking. My whole mind off that conversation is, oh, it's over with. Holla. But he just kept on. He still was a 2020 class guy. He still was He still was playing basketball. He, you know what I mean? He still was competing. So all that went out the window because all you started seeing was uh, schools involved. So much traffic from RJ. Then, like I said, once he reclassified in 2019, more traffic came. And more traffic came. And never the speculation at all that, the, that he was going to go pro. But when it happened, I said, that sucker. That boy did it. That was the most masterful recruiting process I have ever seen. The hype of R.J. Hampton was being built at that time. Oh, man, when you see success and you see people that's masterful, you got to clap yourself, man. I mean, I'm talking about I was like, I was like, you know, it was so much stuff I was I do. And he was always a guy to show respect. I remember he sent me an email. Great respectful words he sent to me, Rod. Um, but um, I'm 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 Lita Johnson, man. <laughs> I got I got ran around the, like that was great. That that was good to follow. That's what you want to. That that's what look. That's what sports about. I mean, that was great. And then now now that that's all over, everything's over. You know, he, he was on ESPN. Um, he was the topic on so many different shows all day. R.J. Hampton, the hype was being built at that time. R.G.H. was being built at that time because he was on every single show. He was on every single show. He he was a topic on every single show. And um, I'm gonna say that not not literally every single show, but any show that talks about basketball too. He was on there. <laughs> he was he was on there, you know. Um, and uh, now to get a multi-million dollar deal with the biggest, uh, uh, lining the biggest um, Chinese sports brand in China is big. I mean, at his age, not stepping on the floor yet, not being able to even crack a stat. I mean, he just stepped off the high school floor. He just EYBL'd it. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he has a big contract, a shoe contract. And Stefan Marbury made this possible, man. Stefan Marbury is a dog, a starberry. He went over there and became the Michael Jordan of China. They had a statue up of him. He's made, he's a Hall of Fame. I think NBA should put him right in the Hall of Fame because he was an all-star here. And then he was with New York. And he went over there and reinvented himself an even, an even bigger star. China embrace China embraces you, man. Listen, he's in Australia and got a deal in China. Yeah, listen, when I tell y'all there's some expertise going on in that RJ Camp brother, whoever's his agent, shout out, deuces. I mean, you gotta give knowledge and respect and success some salute these days. It always should have ever happened. That's how I was brought up. And that's how I go down. But y'all gonna have to change the game because this is where you stand applaud here. It's a young man. Had a good, um, good camp, and it, and it happened. I mean, they all they, they they show him the knowledge. He's learning the knowledge. He's only going to be a better, more, a more better mentally prepared person because you know, in order to reclassify, your grades got to be good, right? Does anybody know that one? All right. Now, R.J. Hampton is going to after basketball is going to be a great mind. You're around so much right now, and right now he's in another country. He's brought Lamelo Ball that way, which is going to be super to see them two go at it. What it's going to do is anybody in that league from Kenyon Martin Jr. to Terry Armstrong, those guys are going to stock are going to go up the better they play. The more RJ plays good, the better their stock goes up. How about that? If, if RJ Hampton plays, listen, RJ Hampton is already a top five pick regardless. But if he goes in and dominates and beats a star, I expect. And then the crazy part is even if he's a top five pick and plays good, I mean, let me go back a little bit on that. It just puts LaMelo Ball in the lottery. Is it one time that LaMelo Ball wasn't even thought of as a lottery pick? He thought of it as a first-round draft pick. Now that R.J. Hampton's with there, LaMelo had a good high school season. He goes to Australian League because R.J. Hampton hype. Now he's automatically a lottery pick. How about that domino effect? Kenyon Martin Jr. and Terry Armstrong are two guys to watch. Just I want everybody to think about this. If R.J. Hampton turns out to be that good and then Terry Armstrong, Kenyon Martin Jr. be good in that league just because R.J. the domino effect again. We're talking about four first-round picks. We all need to start thinking about this game. Everybody talking about uh, the American, but listen, the international game just went up a notch. Super, not because of their players, because of our players going over there to their leagues. Bring the hype factor. Helping those players play good. Look at that factor, too, because now they play RJ and all those guys. These guys are going to learn to be good. Evolution. That's what happens when you play against good players. You learn something. Evolution. The, the, the little young uh, Australian kids are going to be wanting to be like LaMelo Ball, RJ Hampton, Keon Martin Jr., and Terry Armstrong. It's going to be something big to see. I just really like the whole factor of everything. And where it goes and how it's going now. I think this is what you do. Now, Jalen Green. You know what, man? I'm disturbed. I'm totally disturbed, man. I, I love for Evan Daniel and, you know, my guys, Kevin Flaherty, all those guys. They love them guys. But, man, I, I'm looking at Kay Cunningham. I'm looking at Josh Christopher. These guys are dynamic. I mean, I'm looking at guys, and you mean to tell me that even Mobley, that these guys are better than Jalen Green? 
Has anybody watched basketball right now? Like, I'm lost a little bit. I mean, the way Jalen Green plays basketball is totally dynamic. For for a couple of reasons. I mean, his passing's gotten better. Getting stronger and doing what you was doing before is not what I consider and go through. You know, dunk on somebody when you dunking on somebody when he was fourteen. He was he was doing this. I mean, he was doing this early. But when your shot gets that good, you're that quick and elusive to the hole. You can do anything you want when you choose to. When you start just having fun on the court because you know you can, he's getting longer. He'll be 6'6", maybe even 6'7". But he, he's, he's really getting longer. He's going to be something to make. Like, he's really going to be hard to man. You see them, uh, him and R.J. both was getting the weight on him more. I mean, they're really going to be hard to mess with. And Jalen Green is just better than all of them. Sorry. Get out of here with all that. Get out of here. Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? That's just crazy. I mean, you know, I mean, you look at uh, what's going on and all these guys. Nobody's beating Jalen Green. It's crazy. All right, Jalen Green, where will he go to? A lot of people want to know Kentucky's on the trail. They're on it. Um, I guess they're looking at, if you're looking at Jalen Green and where he could go, and, uh, you know, Brandon Boston Jr. just committed. So what are they trying to do? You think they're trying to get Jalen? Jalen Green's a combo guard. That's where they got him at. They're not calling him a shooting guard. They're calling him a combo guard, which he is playing point. I remember his pop saying he was going to uh, – Marcus said he was going to play, you know, uh, point guard. That's going to be something to look at to see if Kentucky says, okay, we're going to go get Jalen Green and Brandon Boston. But I don't think that happens. I think Memphis is really on that. Memphis is really on that. I see Memphis clearly on that trail. They're not too much letting up. He's going to prolific prep, a very good school. They don't even call Jalen Green the the the, um, the number one combo guard. Two four seven. My colleagues call Kay Cunningham a better player and a better guard. Like that's crazy. Why? Because okay, so we're looking at his passing ability. You know, uh, his passing, he cannot stop Jalen Green. I don't care what he's doing. He's not more dynamic and more. That's crazy. Jalen Green was doing all this. Cade just started doing this. In California. Even Mobley. Okay, you know what? I won't even go over that. Too. Listen, this has been a battle for a long time. So I won't even uh, – shout out to the Mobley family, Nicole Mobley, uh, the dad, um, Coach Mobley. Listen, I won't even, I won't even try to um, go against that. I won't. But I will. But not like I would Kate Cunningham because Mobley's a bad boy. And I just think he's been, they've been doing the same thing for the longest, Green and Mobley. I think that's where the battle still lies, and that's where it's going to be. I think the other guy, third, would be Josh, Joshua Christopher. Then you put Kay Cunningham. 
I mean, he just got, soon as somebody gets some hype, they want to put him in their point. It's crazy. So I, I don't agree with that at all. Mater Maker was a guy, uh, Maker Maker is another guy that, I mean, it's just crazy. Just to see where he's at. Will he go overseas? I could see him going overseas. Australia. It's just time to put everybody in Australia and see what happens with everybody. This, I, th- I think it's a big thing. I think this is the hype train. Everybody should roll with it. Sire Williams being where he is. Goodness gracious. His climb to number four is crazy. Namari Bennett, number seven. Burnett, number seven. It's a lot of guys. Arkansas is involved. Um, Look at Arizona being involved. Auburn being involved. Alabama, this is going to be something big to look at with his recruitment. Marcus Bagley, number eight. I knew ASU was going to get that credit. One of them was going to get it. Arizona, ASU was going to get the crack at it. Dominic Harris. Another combo guard. Explosive. Ian Martinez. Uh, and, and Dominic Harris going to Gonzaga. It's crazy. Crazy. You talking Ian Martinez. Number 10. Teron Frank. Another guy. His recruitment is big right now. Um. Seeing, I see Arizona involved. Look for other guys to get involved, though. His recruitment ain't over. I know Arizona State's around there. I mean, he's a, those Cali, Sierra Canyon guys are being recruited good by Arizona. Jalen Clark, another guy who I got a lot, a lot of good chances to see him play. And USC is making their move. California's making their move. And it's good to see Xavier still on the prowl. Brantley Stevenson, another guy that people need to look at. Brantley Stevenson's a, a deadly combo. It's a lot of good combo guards in this in this uh, class. Twenty twenty has some real good players, and with the reclassifications, a lot of things had to shake up. Deshaun Jackson, another guy to look at. Um, number fourteen ranked Arizona, clear on his heels. California, all the teams on their west coast over there on his heels, big time. But um, we're talking about more and more of uh, the Jalen Green factor in Oregon. Um, but looking at guys like just Memphis and Kentucky, I think those are my three schools you should really take a look at if you're thinking that these guys are, are, are going to commit. But I think Memphis has it right now. I just don't think nobody else is going to get it but Memphis. I'm sorry. Um Kentucky's gonna make their crawl at it, but getting BJ Austin, BJ Boston, excuse me, BJ Boston, let you know that I mean I don't really think they're gonna put Jalen Green with BJ Boston, but it could happen in this positionless basketball that we got. So I'm pretty sure Kentucky's gonna make a roll. But for them to get BJ Boston, go after him because at one time Duke was over there for BJ Boston. Just remember that Duke was clearly on that. Then Calipari swooped in, took him. So let's just remember that. Remember how close Duke was to having him. And now Kentucky starts off their class with B.J. Boston. This is a big-time move starts the 2020 class. I think Isaiah Tide is next. Isaiah Tide and B.J. Boston on the same team. That's big. Jake Weingarten was saying something about they're going to try to have a loaded class. They always have a loaded class. That doesn't mean a chip. 
I mean, let's not hype up the class. They always have a loaded, they, they have a super loaded class every time. Like, that's what Kentucky does. That's just what they do. Now, we're talking about um, more and more recruiting high school basketball. We're not just jumping on classes, just jumping on some players. Imani Bates is it. Imani Bates is the next hype guy. He's the ne- next guy already getting the hype. This dude is a beast. He's a beast. He's going to come out of high school. He's a beast. At his, his age, for him to be that dominant is crazy. LeBron James Jr. is the truth, and he's just getting better and better. I mean, he's going to turn into somebody that dominates on both ends of the floor even more because he's a good defensive player, long, can play. He's getting better and better. He's just not LeBron James Jr.'s son. He's good. He's five-star. He's the real deal. Uh, Zaire Wade, he's three-star right now. I think he'll climb up to four-star, could possibly hit five-star. I think that could definitely happen. Zaire Wade is as good as any player out there. Playing at the guard position. I mean, he can really play. Dior Johnson is a five-star. This guy's a beast. He he could be the best player out his class in 2022. He can make it happen. He's he dynamic. And him and LeBron James Jr. becoming close, what if that becomes like a package deal? Jazir Jackson, guys like that. Mikey Williams. All these guys know each other. I mean, these guys can all somehow, some of these guys end up on the same squad. I think three of them definitely could. Um, just wanted to give y'all a preview, talk about RJ Hand, talk about Jalen uh, Green. Uh, we're going to do more and more talk. Um, one thing I want to say, Terrence Clark and Patrick Baldwin, this is Jonathan Kamunga, you know, Michael Foster. These are guys that we need to be looking at even more out there. Uh, Jalen, everybody forgetting about Jalen Johnson. Everybody forgetting about him. Like, nobody's remembering this guy. It's just kind of crazy. Um. I'll be talking more more high school ball coming up more and more this week. I'm going to be deadly busy now. Follow Leader. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. And follow me on Facebook. Follow Leader, y'all. I'm out.